Newsflash, men and women are different. And if you think not, perish the thought. It's the Rhyme and Reason Podcast, episode 197. There's a rhyme and reason for your life. There's a rhyme and reason why you're here. Give your time and season to the one who wrote your rhyme. Your rhyme and reason. Your rhyme and reason. Your rhyme. Hey there, Tony here. Welcome once again, or for the first time, to those of you who are new, welcome everybody. Welcome you right there. I see you. I see you listening in. Thanks for being here on the Rhyme and Reason podcast. It's awesome that you're taking time out of your day and your life to uh, let me get inside your head through the earbuds or through the speakers of what you're listening on. It's, uh, It's no small thing to me that you're there, believe me. I know that time is the most valuable commodity. You don't get it back once you're using it up. So the fact that you're using some of your time to listen to what I've got to say is awesome to me. It's amazing. And um, so I want to get right into it. I'm not going to talk about the usual year-end things or reflecting back on 2017 or uh, New Year's resolutions. Should you make them? Should you not make them? I'm not doing any of that today. I'm just getting right back into what I'm here for. And that's to share rhymes and reasons for our existence. And that's why I was talking about men and women being different. That proves that you're not an accident. You might look around and think the world has gone mad when it comes to genders lately. and Or then again, you might think it's only beginning to make sense. But you'd be wrong, of course. But here's something um, you can't argue against, at least not successfully. and, And at least not if you want to face facts and not just feelings. Men and women are different. And because they are different, you have yet another big dose of evidence against the the life on planet Earth just magically appearing from non-life. Seems like that would be the simplest thing right there to, you know, that'd be it. Uh, Life doesn't come from non-life. We don't see any examples of that. You think that would be enough. But people continue for decades and now centuries to want to believe that. Well, it's amazing when you think about how the sexual reproduction systems in men and women are different, but they appear to be so made for each other. Now, of course, that's a little bit tongue-in-cheek because they don't simply appear to be made for each other. They're perfectly made for each other. But just imagine millions and millions of years ago, and that, of course, always requires imagination, when the separate reproduction systems were they, they were said to have been evolving all that time. And it takes a whole lot of heaps of imagination to conjure up how two radically different and yet highly compatible systems could time their evolution so well. I mean, think about that. Just think about the compatibility issues like physical and chemical and emotional and environmental and accidental. And... Not only men and women are different, the reproduction systems in the male and the female of all other species had to have been simultaneously evolving at the, at the time or, or similar rate and speed too. And, and then there are the plants. I mean, don't get me started. You could boil it down to, to this, really. Timing. Tons and tons of perfect timing. If, if one or the other, you know, say male or female, 
of the, the reproduction systems have been off only a little, well, that species would quickly become extinct because how could it reproduce? The, the number of miraculous accidents that have to happen is mind-boggling. So mind-boggling, in fact, it's impossible to calculate. You can't. No one can. Don't feel bad because no one can. Now, Dr. Walt Brown, um, somebody that I quote a lot on TonyFunderburg.com and here on the podcast, he talks about it in a lot more detail. And I recommend, as I always do, that you read his book. It's called In the Beginning. And you can discover a lot more amazing and awesome reasons that you can know that you know you're created by the one true living, loving God of all creation. And it'll build your confidence in the truth, and it'll give you hope for your life if you don't already have that hope. I hope you do. But if you don't already have the hope of eternal life, then my hope is you'll check into this scientific evidence. You know, you don't have to base it on... People seem to have this um, negative feeling and, and uh, bias toward religion. And I'll put up the air quotes around that word religion. They think that religion is a bad thing, yet they're usually expressing their own religion when they say that. Anyway, I say if you have a hard time with religion, then check out the scientific evidence. Now, I, yeah, I'm a Christian, and, and yes, I have an agenda, but it's not to scam you or to lure you into one of those churches where you'd better get a hold of your wallet. My agenda is simple. I just want to share the faith, hope, and love and mountains of evidence that I experience, experience knowing Jesus. And I'd like to share that with anyone who's looking for better answers than silly evolutionary science fiction. And my question as always is, what have you got to lose except eternal life? Okay, think about that. If I'm wrong, then you don't even have that to lose. But if I'm right, that is what you have to lose. And I'm staking my whole life that I'm right. So there's a nice little harsh statement for you. Hey, I'm right. I'm right on this. But I'm confident that I'm right, not because of how brilliant I am, but because of who I believe in, the one true living, loving creator of everything, heaven and earth. And he's always right. And I believe in him. So I'd like to pause for just a minute, let you enjoy a, a musical interlude, and I'll be right back. Disregard the theft 
said at the beginning that uh, this podcast episode wouldn't be a reflection of the year or uh, a Christmassy kind of episode or New Year's resolution kind of episode, and then I go and play a song that sounds like it's a Christmas song, right? When you think about it, it's 
talking about the God of Christmas, and he's the God of everything. So uh, I'll, I'll include the lyrics in the show notes, and you can read through those, and you'll, I think you'll get what I'm talking about there. It's not just a Christmas song, although it has to do with Christmas. But I just wanted to share that with you, because I do believe in the God of Christmas, and he's the one that, that keeps me uh, <laughs> as well as I can be, uh, without me battling him in my whole life, I you know I'm like anybody else. We we battle to stay off the dark side of things, right? And uh, I mean, if you think you can choose the dark side of life and good things will happen, well, perish the thought. It ain't true, and it never will be true. Even if you get away with living on the dark side your whole life, what do you suppose happens then? If you're not sure. Is it worth that possible eternal life that I talked about a little while ago? I mean, would you bet your whole life here on earth that there's nothing else? Well, I'll let you in on a little secret. When I said possible eternal life, I meant definite eternal life. It's a sure thing for those who shun the dark side in favor of the one true living, loving creator of heaven and earth. Did I say heaven and earth? Heaven and earth. <laughs> Now, I want you to think about what you might be giving up. If you're not 100% sure what happens when you die, then here's something to chew on for a bit. I might be right. I just might be right. Again, there he is with that right stuff, right? Well, you might actually have a shot at living forever. That might be true. You have to consider that. And when I, when I use the word might... I meant I am and I will. Yeah, I'm 100%, I'm 100% sure there's a God in heaven who created all of the universe and every living thing in it. And I'm absolutely sure he made a way for every human being to live forever. After all, he wrote a how-to book on the subject and the evidence for its authenticity is basically what I would say beyond comprehension. There's so much of it. And in that how-to book, you'll discover how amazingly simple it is to live forever. You could call it a one-step program. That one step is believe. Believe in Jesus, who was and is God, and believe that he came to earth as a sacrifice to God for all the bad things you and I will ever do. And when you do that, his spirit will live in you and you'll live forever because his spirit is eternal and he imparts it to you, and then you'll live forever. And you will live through time without end in paradise. Why would you ever want to risk losing that? If you believe you can make your own heaven, again, perish the thought. It, think about this. You can't even trust everybody you meet. Even your own family members will betray you. I've had that happen, have you? This world is not a nice place. If you think it is, it's time to take off those rose-colored glasses and have a strong cup of coffee and wake up to reality. And no, you don't get to use the tired old worn-out phrase, your world is what you make of it. First off, you're not the only one in the world. And secondly, you're not the ruler of this world. And finally, billions of other people would rather see you dead. Now, I know that's harsh, but it's true. Ironically, we all end up taking the same long nap in the ground. The difference is, most go there believing it's the last place they'll be. 
but it's not. You see, it's like this. God created us, and He creates eternal souls because He's eternal. So your soul will either live forever or merely exist forever, and your choice now will determine whether that will be terrific or terrible. So I recommend you think it over today and choose wisely. 2018 might never get here for you. Might never get here for me. We don't have that guarantee. If you believe your life is awesome and couldn't possibly get any better, well, please reconsider today. Today. Or if you think your life is horrible and couldn't possibly get any worse, well, I urge you to look into that how-to book from God. He wrote that book, and it's called The Bible. I know you've heard of it. It's a good how-to book. I'm going to finish out this episode of the Rhyme and Reason podcast with a short four lines, four lines of rhymes on the subject. You can't walk with the wicked and win or stand with the sinners in sin. You don't have to lose, but you do have to choose. Today is the day to begin. And you don't have a guarantee of tomorrow, like I said. And that does it for this episode of the Rhyme and Reason podcast. Thank you so much for being there. It means the world to me. It means more than you know. And um, I look forward to coming back to you real soon here. We're getting real close to 200 episodes, and I think I'm going to have to give um, some kind of a special freebie away for that. So you want to stay tuned or subscribe. That'd be the best way, and it'll come right to you, the podcast will. And go to TonyFunderburk.com and find all the ways that you can subscribe on iTunes or Google Play or Player.fm, Acast, Stitcher. I'm on Stitcher now. Um, Yeah, there's multiple ways you can subscribe to this podcast. When you do on iTunes, I would love it if you'd leave me a review. Um, I really need to get more involved in getting reviews because that's the way I can get, uh, get the word out to more and more people. So your help would be greatly appreciated on that. And as always, you can connect with me on Facebook and, and uh, let's see, Google, Google Plus and Twitter. You can watch videos on YouTube and find my books for kids, especially for kids, on Amazon and Smashwords, both of those dot coms. And with that, I'll say, may God bless you and keep you. There's a